Now recording is in progress. <laughs> well, let's just go with that. Hey, Tim. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You are stunning. I love oh that top. Oh, my God. Thank you. That top is so gorgeous. Ugh, and you're always adorable in your maroon sunny day. I know. I wear this all the time for the podcast, but... I, it makes me so comfortable. You know what? Wait, I wait. think maroon <laughs> is a comforting color for you, too. It is. I love my reds. I love my maroons. It makes yeah. your eyes pop very well. Thank you. Cute. Got my got yeah. my hazel going. It makes me appreciate my friends. Oh, appreciation. <laughs> Fall back. Thank you. Hi. Call back to the last episode. If you didn't listen to it, go back and listen. That's right. And if you want to see Tim's awesome, awesome blouse, please uh, check out the video version on Spotify or YouTube. You know, just like a femme top, it's on me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Tim, I thank you for really getting to the jokes that I'm going to post on our TikToks really quickly. You just, <laughs> you know, you make it so easy for me to go. It was within the first minute of the podcast. He said that. I'm going to get that out Listen, I am not, <laughs> I'm, I'm the talent. <laughs> I, um, I'm very aware yes. of the things that I cannot do, but what I can do is show up and show out. That's uh, right. <laughs> oh, shout out to everybody who loved, uh, who loved our um, snippet of us not being able to do our opening from a couple weeks ago with Kevin. We, yes. got, we got a lot of love on that, and it was just two <laughs> minutes of us not being able to do our job, and it was Listen, wonderful. <laughs> I mean... Sometimes we slip up, we fall down, but we got up eventually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, we slipped a lot. A it lot. was very slippery, <laughs> um, but eventually we got there. That's and right. And it's that part of the journey. It's uh, all part of the journey, and sometimes it's really fucking funny. So, and I will say, one one thing about Kevin is he he can roll with the punches with us. Yeah, and he is definitely our comfort human that's what right it comes to the podcast so hey kevin hi kevin <laughs> so tim tell me you had a little bit of a, a story this week something that happened at work maybe what's going on yeah so i work at a place that i will never tell y'all because i always change my jobs because boundaries um, i'm a gemini and i'm ever changing so <laughs> right um but one thing I'm not is a particular type of gay. So mm, mm. <laughs> um, I'm not a design gay. I'm not. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm okay. also not a gay that can do your makeup and all of those stuff. Um, I'm not a drag queen, uh, though I do worship at their feet. Uh, sure. Touching the hems of their garments every day. Um, but apparently once you just say, you know, I like it up the ass occasionally. Um, it means that you have some sort of like power over the heart, home and hearth. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's not me. Um, this week we had a special occasion and there was food to be, to be brought in to the, uh, the place that I work. So, number one, the person that asked me, uh, she had she has she her pronouns, and she is she is very very uh, dominant and very independent, and in a way that's quite off putting sometimes. Sure, um, and she loves to make it known that she doesn't need help from anybody who is um assigned male at birth <laughs> and she, she she don't need no man's help yeah she doesn't need one yeah but you know i work i work with a lot of ladies and mm -hmm. for some reason i always get chosen to help with the heavy lifting of things, mm. if something's too high, mm -hmm. um, if they need help with something that is maybe more um, gender rolled masculine. 
Sure. Um, I am the first to be called. Um, and I don't I don't know why, <laughs> because I think we all can do our jobs just just as well as I can. It's not that I don't want to help. It's just like there's a precedence that I I'm not needed there. Mm. So I just feel like sometimes if you're going to say that, then be about yours. That's right. the one. But then, so I helped, I helped her out. Um, but then I was, <laughs> I was beckoned to design the way that the food is placed in the space. Um, and then she just left. <laughs> oh, so you became the the, the decorator of the the lunch yeah, because I, you know, push poles down my throat occasionally, uh, and, and so you're magical. Yeah, so right. obviously I know how to, you know, plan a party or, you know, a, a make sequence come up anywhere that can be um, mm-hmm. sequenced. Sequenced um, and glitter. Yeah. When the truth is, I don't know anything about that. I yeah. don't plan things. Um, as I said, as I said last week. Uh, I actually derive appreciation from being planned for. So mm-hmm. uh, because it's not my thing. Um, so it was just often. And then when I when I literally asked her, I was like, I was like, why, why you have me do it? She was like, well, you're gay. <laughs> oh, I, she came out and said. Yeah. Well, she oh. didn't say you are gay. She was just like, you know. Oh, oh God. Okay. And I was like, uh, was, it, was this a white lady? Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, a white lady with a bunch of pets and no, no man. But like, <laughs> um, uh, insert you know drag race. <laughs> 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 um, now, uh, she, you know, she drives a Subaru, and yeah, yeah, yeah. not a part of the LGBTQIA plus plus community by any means necessary. Um, but she is butch, so <laughs> would just assume if she didn't want help from anybody that she would just do it herself. But yeah, every um, every time somebody asks me about their outfit, like don't get me wrong, I I I, I can tell when somebody's done up and and yeah. going the extra mile. That's fine. But color coordination is this better than this other thing I was wearing earlier? Yeah. I have a very much like a you are wearing clothes and I am hungry, so can we leave mentality? I don't have the this yes. Is true. Yes. I don't, I, I don't do yeah. that. I don't have that. Bear does not, he's not the girl for the fashion. This yeah. sweatshirt is in my rotation of a few shirts that I'm wearing right now. You're welcome. Yes. yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the magical gay stuff. It's like I, um, you know, stereotypes happen, and uh, pop culture can be a bitch at times. But yeah, I'm like the, I love that we have representation. I just need representation of everybody. Yeah, um, including, including people who don't give a, a fuck. Yeah, the people who you know we might wear slightly stylish things, but we really don't be knowing about shit like no no <laughs> we just say oh this looks good let me put this on my titties like yeah, they're pretty okay <laughs> but i'm not saying yes miss god like the lip liner is popping no i'm not that's no. not i don't know what lip liner does their name is lux noir london go yes find, go find them please please <laughs> go find you know raven uh not simone simone some simone it's not Simone yet. It's Simone. It's Simone or Simone. Simone. Yeah. We'll, we'll ask RuPaul. Apparently, Ru was the only person that could get it right. No, she got it wrong. That's it's not Simone yet. No, it's Simone. Oh. Me. Okay. Well, you know what? Now I'm, I don't even know who she is. The, I don't know. She she loves to do something. <laughs> She's from every continent, so it's every other pronunciation. Um. <laughs> Insert, anyway, insert, insert white man awkwardness. <laughs> That's right. Tib, we're going to talk about comfort today. We are. Things that make us comfortable, things that give us life and make us comfortable feel Comfortable in my skin. That, oh. <laughs> I'm counting down the days. Cozy. Um, cozy. 
Um, but before we do, Tim, you want to kick things off? Sure. Hi, I'm Tim. And I'm Bear. And this is Cub. And Chub. We did it right for the first time in weeks. We back. We back. We back, we back on our shit. Shit. We back. We, back. we back. we back on our shit. shit. Oh, titties. <laughs> <laughs> this X-rated podcast tells the thing. I'm going to be watching. That's true. Our rating spiked. Hell. Cozy. Hi! Cozy. Cozy with Cub and Chub. Tim and Bear, baby. So, Tim, we're, we're talking about uh, being comfortable, what comforts us. Yes. Um, or maybe sometimes things that were uncomfortable. So, let me ask you, like, growing up, mm-hmm. did you feel comfortable in your, in your home with your family? Did you have issues with that and who you were? Like, talk to me a little bit about that. Well, um... I guess the short answer is no, Mm. because when you grow up around hyper-masculine or even um, just traditionally feminine uh, women, uh, traditionally masculine men, the church, um, and the Black community as a whole in the 90s, um yeah it it wasn't a a breeding ground for really comfort of anybody <laughs> if yeah. you want to be honest because um when it comes to i won't say christianity because the design of christianity wasn't necessarily the way that it is now mm-hmm. i don't i don't feel that that i feel that the way Christianity was supposed to be isn't necessarily what happened. So sure, I can only speak for it in, and I speak for these things in my life. Uh, I feel that in the church, growing up uh, Pentecostal, apostolic specifically, um, it's just a breeding ground for secrecy, Mm-hmm. And doing things uh, away from the eyes of the Lord, i.e., everybody else. Yeah. Um, in in hopes that you're not judged. Um. So because of that, I, along with everybody else, um, was were was very secretive about the things that I felt. Mm-hmm. Um the people that I liked at the time. And, you know, I just, I never felt, it was always one of those things like, when are they going to find out Yeah, that I, you know, I failed at being the human that they thought I was. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a lot of prayers and stuff like that. And we talked about that before, but we, I don't think we talked about how, being secretive doesn't leave you feeling comfortable at all it it you're always on edge you're always trying to mask who you really are with some sort of uh protective core around you you know um so it wasn't it wasn't very comfortable uh in my skin as a child (laughs) um did you ever, do you, can you remember a time or like a, was there a part where you started to find ways to be comfortable or was it kind of always off before you left for college or? Yeah. So like there were moments where I don't know if I just, I love to sing and my mother loved to sing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. when I would hear the choir, or when I, when I was in choir, or because it's really hard to tone this down. So <laughs> sure, 
So there were there were just parts of me that shone through no matter what. Yeah. Um, going to church every single day, you had to find something that you loved about it. I loved clapping and mm-hmm. and like I because I mean. If I had let myself, I would have been a tambourine player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. because of that, that stigma, I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> but you know, we could clap. Mm-hmm. I loved clapping. It was it was the best thing ever, especially like just the beats of things. I just enjoyed those times where I could feel sort of free to express a little bit of myself. Um, And also because, you know, I sang really high as I got older and more comfortable singing around people. Um, That's kind of where I kind of put my comfort in is like that sort of I can't show this I can't be so me all the time but I can put this little piece of me into this aspect of what I'm doing yeah and I will say up until maybe the last year of college I didn't always feel very comfortable yeah um being who i am and and wanting and expressing that yeah but yeah what about you well for me i had a a weird experience because i was a middle child Mm -hmm. and the only boy so was i was between two very strong female personalities You've met my sisters, whom we know. Hi, love. love y'all. Hello. Um, but they're they were both they both struggled with their relationships with my parents. And mm-hmm. so there was always this really like uh dynamic between them that made me feel like I had to be the good child. Yeah, I had, to, I had to, you know, I had to listen to them. I had to not get in trouble, you know, school and friendships, and um, because of because of those dynamics. So it was weird. I I never really got the impression from my parents that they would be upset or angry if I was queer. Mm-hmm. Like they never came out and said like that's not okay or you know whatever. Like I never got that. Uh, what I got was that internal pressure to be quote-unquote normal yeah so the shining example of what you should be as a child yeah yeah that's that's how that's what i felt and i was and i was i was always a mama's boy from a young age but then once me and my dad kind of connected on music and expression in that way like my dad my dad i i do think of him as mostly masculine and kind of in that vein but he also likes a lot of music and artists that are very flamboyant. Mm. And that was some somewhere we can connect on kind of the, the yeah. big rock star and, you know, and showmanship, you know, yeah. like the fact that he loved like James Brown and Little Richard and these kind of like early rock soul singers and like their big show. I was like, or Queen, you know, and, and that kind of stuff where it's like, there are these, it's amazing music, but there's this flamboyancy to it that I was like, oh, like he can appreciate that and also be very masculine while also being comfortable and like loving these things um so so i had i was pretty close with both of them growing up um but again because of that dynamic with my sisters and those struggles i I was like i gotta stay on the straight and narrow um that became easier as again as dad discovered uh my history and on on web browsers um and and that became a non-topic right like he was like i know what's going on here um (laughs) i'm so glad to have baby boomer like like early baby boomer parents yeah (laughs) because they didn't know nothing about a computer yeah idea about kazaa and the things that you could just Mm -hmm. save i had a i think i had like a 
a Ben Affleck. Like somebody had somebody had like had him in the buff and yes, okay. And I just kept that and <laughs> wow, that's something to look at. That's right. Um <laughs> and that was that was weird. I can't imagine if my mother found that I would have died. Like <laughs> Yeah, you know, when, when dad, so I, I think I, I, I don't know that I told the specific story, but the way I found out dad was aware of my browser history, mm -hmm. I was getting, I was in an argument with my sisters about um, the, the amount of time and what they were doing on the internet. Mm -hmm. Like I was online, like, I think at the time I was trying to do a book report or something and I, we had the one phone line, it's dial up time. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't get online to like do whatever I needed to do. Um, so it was like, you guys are like on there wasting time and blah, blah, blah. And dad kind of chimed in and said, I don't think you should be telling anybody what they're doing on the internet. Ooh. And it, and that was the only comment he ever made about it. But immediately it was like, okay, so you know what I've been doing. Yeah. And so, so, but it was also a relief. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like he did. Yeah. He never, like, besides that joke about me, he was more upset with me that I was getting on the girls, right, about... Yeah. He wasn't mad what I was doing. He never told me that he knew. It was only when I was passing judgment on them that he was yeah, like... he was like, uh... Maybe you shouldn't do that. And I was like... Maybe yeah. your glass-ass house should stay quiet. Right, right. <laughs> and and I'll, I'll always love Dad for... I'll always love Dad for that type of parenting. Yeah. It was like, it was always you do you unless you are affecting or hurting other people and like pat like he just like yeah. don't do that <laughs> he, like i my my parents didn't have to say that they were against it like it sure. was at the church and they were hollering and screaming when the preacher was like gay ain't the way mm -hmm. <laughs> and they were like ah yes right like, okay i heard i hear you loud and clear yeah unbeknownst to me because I'm dumb I should have been typing this shit out instead of putting writing it in my journal because back you know back in the late 1900s people um <laughs> we actually wrote things down yes we did we had right we had journals which were empty pages that we wrote into and I did that <laughs> mm -hmm. so my mother found my journal <laughs> so she found you know when I mean I don't know when she found it yeah I'm assuming it probably was around like 14 or 15 that's when it got that's when it got spicy that's what oh that's when the oh uh, no <laughs> Judy Bloom what you writing about listen that's when we started you know realizing things mm. and um it went from praying the gay away to, you know, praying and, you know, experiencing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, things changed in 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 the old uh, Jaquavius, which is one of the names that I named my journal that I named my first pet that I named <laughs> Jaquavius. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, let me stop before somebody gets my security questions. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> like... well... <laughs> oh my God. Um, so what about now, Tim? Like, what are some things that you do in your life now to create comfort or find comfort? Like, what are some of your go-tos? Well, I do a lot of eating. Um, mm -hmm. Amen. What? When I, uh, when I eat, um, when I'm, you know, needing comfort in some way, I, I go, I go for food first, generally. Okay. Um, but I don't know. Sometimes like I can just do certain or go certain places and I feel comfortable there and I have a sense of like comfort so a lot of times a sense of security can make me feel comfortable mm -hmm. so when I um 
see, talk to, am around, you know, six, five and above men. Mm. That makes me feel very comfortable and secure in wherever I am. Um, I love going to empty rooms mm. and like sitting in the corners of them, like specifically in usually the right bottom corner of a room. Yeah. I love to sit there, sometimes sing. Um, in my life, I try to create comfort um, in being a minimalist. Uh, the less things in a room make me feel very like calm and like at peace. Mm -hmm. uh, light colors, things of that nature. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I enjoy I I enjoy creating a space of comfort for myself. Um, I'm not a design gay, but <laughs> as noted, you know. I do, um, I do know what makes me feel good. It makes me feel like together. Yeah. I work, I work uh, in different places at different times and I have to, I have to master uh, making comfortable spaces for myself yeah. often. So I find that I do that pretty easily. Nice. What about yeah, especially you? especially with traveling and everything? It's like you've got to be yeah. able to master that too. Exactly, you have to, find... to you have to be able to feel home very quickly. <laughs> yeah, um, and especially where I am now, I have I am very very comfortable here. Yeah, um, so much so that I don't really go out. But that's another that's another um, <laughs> that's another podcast for another mm. day. Uh, yes. I hear yeah. you, baby. I hear you. What do you do to make yourself feel comfortable? You know, I had a really great um, example of thinking about my comfort because we traveled last week. Mm -hmm. We were at uh, Al's parents' house for a week. And let me be very clear. I was not uncomfortable at their house. No. I, they have a very lovely house. They're very welcoming. Um, but what's interesting is you have those me and Al have been living in this place for like three years now. We have our rituals. Yeah. We have our, this is what we do to wind down. This, mm -hmm. is, this is what we do to connect. Um, and being in a, in a space that is not our home, um, again, not being like uncomfortable, but just not being able to, to do those things and yeah. in that space, like you create. Yeah. And in those ways that you would normally do that. Yeah, yeah. So um we have this we have our ritual where um every night we sit down on the couch together and we do our TikToks. you have been you have been witness to this i have um, yeah. so we so we send each other TikToks all day and then at the end of the night we share them with each other and it's our time to connect and just laugh and, and be silly and just wind down before bed and we did that at their place but like the TV's different and the couch is in a different angle and, yeah. you know, and also like we're, you know, I want to like get up on them, but yeah. we're also at his parents' house. So you don't want to be like, you know, so it's all that kind of stuff and trying to find like those rituals that you find comfort in and having to modify them because you're traveling, you're on vacation, whatever. So that was like, I, I as somebody who prior to living with you for a couple of years and now out for a few years, somebody who lived alone and didn't really have rituals yeah. like that or with somebody else that's been it's been interesting to think about what brings me comfort and mm. keeps me balanced right in those ways yeah. the other thing for me is extremely loud music that shakes like that i feel mm. so i like Thanks. when no one's yeah when no one's in the car with me my music is extremely loud yeah when i'm working out my earbuds are and i'm not this is i'm not saying that people should do this they're definitely like we are not doctors we just not do doctors. work for us yeah there's this definitely dangers for us this is comfort for us there are dangers in some of these things at listening at high decibels but um i just i i see the colors i see the music video i'm directing my head when it's when i feel it in my body 
And yeah. so listening to those things at low levels, it's almost annoying to me. Yeah. It's almost it's like annoying. like a little that, buzzing. Like, I don't like that. Yeah. It's like, I don't like Whitney at 20 decibels. I need Whitney <laughs> at 100. And when she's just like, oh, I want to dance with somebody. I'm like, no, 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 no. To no. dance. I want to dance right now with everybody. Um, so, so that's a big comfort thing. And along with food too. We've talked a little bit about, yes. about that before, but food and is a huge one for me. And, and again, as I'm working on this journey, trying to find ways to include food, whether it's making it so I have more control over what's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can still find comfort in it, but um, still, still working on that journey, as we all are. Oh, yeah. girl. I, I'm trying. <laughs> Every day. Um, Tim, Every day is a winding road. That is the yeah. second time that song has come up in something like this week. I haven't heard that song in years. And somebody else mentioned it the other day. I'm like, yeah. Cheryl Crow, is she having a moment? I don't. That was definitely a different key. Everybody, <laughs> I'm well aware. Every song. Every is... day. I know, I know the key. You know, where it's, like... at. You know where it's at. <laughs> Everybody, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Bye. We're gonna get this episode kicked off the pond. Everything is getting the sun. That is not how it goes, but it's even better now. It's even better. Somebody needs to put that on, like, I don't know what the beats per minute should be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was gonna say, this is what demonetization sounds like, but I think it was so bad. Like, they're like, no, don't worry about it. Oh, <laughs> bad. <laughs> That's uncomfortable. <laughs> I, I was specifically talking about my verse in that one. I'm sorry. Oh, well, you know. Didn't mean to drag you down. Um, <laughs> drag me to hell. <laughs> drag me. Tim, what makes you, what brings you out of your comfort zone? What are things like, you're definitely not, probably not going to be able to be comfortable, find comfort if you are dealing with these things. What's something like that? So uh, I'm actually about to deal with this tomorrow. Um, my hair is looking a particular type of um, mm. unkempt, mm. and I'm about to go to the barbershop. Gotcha. And that is a very, very uncomfortable place for me um, for multiple reasons. Uh, the main reason being um, the masculinity of it all. I'm not going to say that it's toxic because, you know, people who are naturally masculine and and in a traditional sense and they they like they truly are those people, they need a place to be. They deserve to have, you know, a therapeutic place to go that they can feel comfortable saying the things they want to say. I would much rather than say that at the barbershop than on Twitter mm-hmm. or some other place that's going to really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but because we all have hair that grows and it grows out and we need to get it, you know, changed and crimped. And unfortunately, I do not know any uh lgbt friendly barbers out there mm. that i feel that i have gone to that know my hair texture I'm, my hair is very coarse it's very um thick and it's curly and it's the the people that i've gone to that maybe would make me mentally and emotionally feel comfortable don't always have the techniques for my physical hair. So, I, yeah, no, I think when you talk about the what you go through trying to manage and deal with your hair, yeah, I, as much as I uh, sympathize with what you go through, I also think it's a really great example to try to explain to people about intersectionality. What not intersectionality, but is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah, it like, is. It's like there. There's a lot of things that go on being black 
and right. also LGBTQIA. So because black, they we do exist. Queer, and then on top of that, even finding it's one it's one thing to find somebody who's competent in dealing with uh, black hair, but also yeah, the number of different types. Yeah, like and so so and and that you even get along with enough that you want to do like there's so many levels because being in the chair is another like I'm socially awkward with people I don't know. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And seeing somebody once every three months is not a relationship. Man. Right. <laughs> right. Maybe, and partially maybe that's my fault maybe i could go every two weeks but i'm not spending 60 dollars every two weeks if i don't have to yeah um and sometimes more uh because mm-hmm. i need to well um but it's just an awkward moment when you have this person who you don't really know talking about like how's your day going what's going well and i'm <laughs> And unknowingly, well, sometimes unknowingly, but because I am, I'm learning to live into this body. I'm learning what it means to live in this body and uh, fully, fully encompass my own energy. Mm-hmm. And so I, I know when I'm feeling uncomfortable, I know when I'm putting on like, uh, Codes. I know when I'm quote unquote code switching. Yeah, I was gonna say to you, do you will you um, butch up if you go to a butch, uh, yeah a barber and like even yeah. and, and I'm not saying I have to. It's just an innate. It's almost an innate thing. Oh yeah, at yeah. this point and um oh shit oh girl get it okay no <laughs> <laughs> it's okay we anyway, can pause if you need shout that. out to him he knows who he is. Mm. Um, <laughs> but no, it it's just, it's very, it can be very draining. Yeah. Uh, trying to get the basic necessities for my hair because I, if I just wanted to grow it out, that would be one thing and it would yeah. be fine. I would just, and for a long time, that's kind of why I did grow up my hair is because I just didn't want to go to the barber. Yeah. Uh, because it is an uncomfortable situation. Um, but I don't want to do that. So I guess I'd need to do more research to find LGBT friendly barbers who are versed in cutting the type of hair that I have and um, also understand like what I want. Because not everybody wants, you know, all these, all these different types of hairstyles that are, not everybody wants to look like Tegan and Sarah. Right. Um, Some people just want to look like they could be somebody's cousin at the family reunion. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) that's, I think that's cool. But I think nowadays I find that more barbers are into the the less traditional cuts. Yeah. 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 Which is, yeah. They're they like the Instagram things. Mm-hmm. Like which is great. I just don't want that for me. I, I don't want that. I don't need that. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh I guess I need to make more of an effort to find if if anybody knows any um let me know. I'm not gonna tell you the location that I'm at. So <laughs> you know just I I might be willing to fly if the price is good or if they're that good at their job. Mm-hmm. So just let me know what are you doing to groom yourself. Yeah, who are you using? Yeah, um, reach out. Yeah, send us an email at wearecubandchub at gmail dot com. Yes, would be wonderful. Um, but that makes me feel uncomfortable to go to the barbershop. Uh, it also makes me feel uncomfortable to go back to my hometown. Um, that is a source of a lot of pain for me. Sure. Um, both because of my, uh, childhood secretiveness Mm -hmm. and for other reasons, um, 
but that makes me feel uncomfortable. Uh, sometimes having to go out at all, like leave, like, like have, I love the self-checkouts because cashiers sometimes can say some really outlandish things, like some like really spicy things. And I'm like, just, just ring up my stuff. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't need you to comment on why I need, you know, fleet. Like, just bring it up. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, that sort of thing sometimes makes me feel uncomfortable. There's a lot of things that make me feel uncomfortable because um, I've lived in this uh, mm -hmm. COVID land for a long time, and I've gotten comfortable being with me and only me so yeah. when I have to go outside of that um it can be uncomfortable but yeah what about you uh, you know I'm struggling with uh being comfortable in rural areas of our country if you will yes. um and when I use the term rule I don't mean that that specifically in any kind of derogatory way no. but um you know we have a family reunion type thing coming up in September. Okay. And we haven't done one of those in a very long time. And it would be uh, in the Western part of the state. I think I've mentioned that I'm in Richmond, so I don't think that's a big deal, but um, we would be going to a rural area for this reunion. Mm. And uh, we used to do these reunions, like every couple of years, we used to do them pretty regularly. Um, and we haven't done one in a while and, and somebody's like, hey, we should do one. I'm like, yeah, let's do that. But uh, it feels different being who I am now, open and out and happy and proud. And an adult. And yeah. an adult. Yeah. <laughs> um, who who can speak up for themselves. And, and I'm not a confrontational person, but I also am not going to let shit slide if somebody's yeah, being... like you pay your bills. You shouldn't have to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, so there's this part of me that's like, even driving up to visit Al's family, we went rural back roads and going through these small towns and mm -hmm. um, stopping for gas. I have, I have this, I, I have one hat that fits my head. doesn't even really fit my head. I had to like make it work, but I love this hat and it's Damn this, it heads I think <laughs> the thing you did you did i've got to do i gotta do some more oh it's actually it's right here look at that so it's this little oh so that what it is is that it's this columbia outdoorsy hat and it's the american flag in pride colors with trees and stuff okay mm -hmm. so i wear it all the time and yeah. here in richmond i don't give a fuck like right but at the wawa in the middle of nowhere I don't know if somebody's going to see that and be a offended that it's not representing the flag properly. Oh, you guys are queer. Yeah, um, it's that kind of like I don't. I assume I'm not welcomed. Right? There's a bias yeah. here I'm dealing with that is probably really unfair. Yeah. Um, but I'm also dealing with things like you know when we would go to to visit family in these areas and you would hear comments about my nieces and nephew, you know, mm -hmm. who are black and. Yeah, um, those whether whether microaggressions or flat out uh, racism, like either way, um, it's that kind of thing. I'm like, do I want to bring my boyfriend to rural Virginia, yeah. and 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 go through that either with him? I, I I don't know. And I was talking to my cousin. She's married to a, a black male. Their kids are black, and she's asking me. And she's like, "Are you going to this thing? Because I don't know that I want to put my kids through that." You know what I mean? And I'm but like, this, I, is, this is the thing. Like, I think a lot of millennials are going through this. Yeah. Where they are literally cutting parts of their family off because yeah. they are experiencing racism, classism, um, just all types of trauma. Yeah. <laughs> so it is, it is, I'm not saying don't go. I'm just saying, Whatever is make whatever makes you happy is what right. you should do. Yeah, and if it doesn't make you happy to see, you know, such and such because they have the propensity to be a specific type of way, right? 
then that your presence is a present. Right. Like, no, I, 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 it's that torn. I want to see some of these family members I haven't seen in years and, yeah. you know, but I also don't want to go into the Piggly Wiggly and deal with anybody's bullshit, right? So. Listen, I'm not um, going to see no, I'm not, I'm not. But I, but I do I do want to be honest. I want to I want to be honest with the fact that I, there is a biasy that I'm dealing with. I'm making yeah. an assumption that it's me against everybody else. Yeah. And and some of these people have very terrible points of view, in my opinion, and are vocal about it. Some of yeah. these people are conservative and just want to exist and won't say anything. Yeah. Because they're because they're like living. A lot of these people are living let live type of people as well. Mm-hmm. And and good for you. So that's one of the things around comfort. It's like, I, I know where I'm comfortable at and I know, you know, that's the other thing. I mean, I'm, we're in a Southern state. So even in Richmond, you're dealing with these transgressions in certain areas, but. But they live on Monument Avenue and you can just leave them. <laughs> like, it's fun. You know exactly where they're <laughs> right. at in town. You know, you're not going to go specific days to the Elk Lodge. You right, right. That. You just stay right. away from that part of town. We all know. Yeah, don't go to <laughs> you know, if you're black, don't go to most things. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> also that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. I, we've got a few months before that happens, but um, that's, because that's... you also have to think like that you're putting your partner through that too. Right. And he, and so as much as again, I am not, uh, I'm not a confrontational person. I will bite my tongue until I can't. Yeah. Um, he, on the other hand, does not mind letting people know when they're being dumb. And, and so putting him through that would also mean like he putting him in a place where he'd have to. Yeah. I know him. Right. So, uh, but he's also like, I'll go. I don't care. I'm like, I know you don't care, but I'm like, I'd, you yeah, know, it's, it's one of those things where, I know, I, I'm all for like family and stuff. I know it doesn't seem like it, but I'm all for family. I'm all for love. I'm all for togetherness. Yeah. At the rate that you can respect everybody. Right, 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 right. Yeah. If you don't like something, and that you're that it's being seen go somewhere else mm-hmm. <laughs> like move like yeah you don't have to make it awkward there's a lot of room for everybody usually at these functions if you're if you're disgusted by something i'm disgusted by your wrinkles but it's not like but i'm being respectful like but be, i'm being respectful i'll give you some you know? serum recommendations if you want them exactly if you need it i can order it for you because mm-hmm. i know you're not good at this technology thing so like and and that goes for young and old like if some young people are disrespectful to you know the elders you can say the same thing to them. It's like, if you don't like this portion, you don't have to be there. Yeah. Like you, yeah. Yeah, no, the regular, the, the, the normalizing of cutting people out. Yeah. Regardless of blood status. Exactly. Is, Especially because of blood status. Because sure, yeah. you feel like you're not entitled to anybody. No. Or anything, just because I came out of a womb that you were related to. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody is. If you if you deserve a relationship, then we'll have one. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But take take care of yourselves, people. Listen, ment your mental state and your the love for yourself is most important. Yeah. Betraying yourself will hurt you a lot more than not being somewhere where somebody feels entitled for you to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay, we're gonna take one more quick break and we'll yeah. be right back. Give me a break. Right. You're you're gonna get it. <laughs> when the millions of people listen to this and we get sued for all of the copyright. First of material. all, that wasn't even fit. That wasn't five seconds. <laughs> That's true. You kept it short. You kept it short. That could have been yeah. anything. That could have been anything. I mean, 
It could be, you know, something from Sunnydale. Sunnydale, oh my God. Bye. Bye. We're back, everybody. Hello again. Yes. Hey, hey, hey. It's about that time, Tim. You got somebody you want to shout out this week? Well, yes, I do. I've shout, shouted them out before, but I would like to shout out my friend, Danelle. Um, congratulations. You just got your doctorate. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Um, that is nothing short of black magic like mm-hmm. it is and i i love the journey that you've gone through and it you're such a wonderful person and i adore you um congratulations and shout out to you congrats to oh that's awesome yeah. i am so uh excited for the journey ahead i love them Mwah. Mwah. congratulations Well, Tim, what's making you live this week? Girl, so I have been on this, um, on this drag binge for a little bit, Mm. Uh, whether, and I think it's because, you know, the political climate that we're in, I'm kind of like wanting to tip the Queens more and like, like I'm going to, if I find something interesting on TikTok or YouTube and it's like touched me in some way, I'm finding their Venmo, their cash app, and I'm tipping them um, because, you know, drag is not a crime. That's right. <laughs> it's an art form. Um, but I've been looking at a lot of bearded queens lately. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they are like, I can't shout shout out anyone in particular because they're all so good like yeah. I, it's just such a juxtaposition of masculinity and femininity and like fierceness um yeah. that is just so cool to see and i i just love them i love it like, so oh that's awesome living for being a drag yeah, I would. When we were talking about what we might do and dress up and do for the Beyonce show. Mm-hmm. Um, I fell down a bit of a bearded queen rabbit hole. Yeah, um, and uh, just magnificent stuff. So, have we ever had a bearded queen on RuPaul's Drag Race? Like a contestant? Um, never had a bearded queen, but there has been bearded drag on the runway. Okay, so milk uh, do a like a little wisp type of thing we had so they, they they incorporated into the runway yeah. but not somebody who was doing bearded drag yeah 24 no. 7 and then on season seven there was a bearded drag runway thing so. gotcha okay awesome sauce well good stuff also i am not okay so oh, oh. <laughs> i forgot i forgot about this i do like drag yeah i do like drag but i am I don't want people to sit here and think that I'm a drag connoisseur because I'm I'm not and I don't want to I don't want to position myself in that way mm-hmm. because there are actual people out here who are making their lives work about recording and um critiquing the queens mm-hmm. in that way. And they are they are good at what they do. Yeah. I just, like I like somebody asked me last week, they're like, Do you ever think you would do like YouTubes about drag? You know, you see a lot of people, you know, with that sort of drag news type. Mm. And I was like, no. And they were like, why not? And so like it made me seem like it made me feel like people think I am an end-all be-all of some sort of like drag news and I am not like oh yeah no, no like no. yeah I'm That's not, not what we I, I love the art I am appreciative of the art yeah um, but that's where that stops yeah no I got you understood yeah so like support all drag support all the girls who are you know in the news of it recording it telling you about it support all of us support everybody that's yeah right. 
Good yeah. stuff. So what are you living for? <laughs> um, I am living for like reconnecting with my friend groups and like mm. making plans. Yes. So I'm really excited because next weekend, um, by the way, a uh, programming note, Ooh. Tim and I will not be recording a normal episode next weekend, but we will have a little mini episode for you guys. No! Um, <laughs> oh my God! Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I will be on the road next weekend and there's just not a great time to do it. Uh, but we will have a little episode for you guys. So uh, so tune in because we will have something for you. I know y'all love um, our mini chubs. That's our little mini chub. Um, I'll be traveling to uh, go see a concert, but I'll be going to visit a number of people I've not seen in person for uh, some in years. Some of the people that are going to be there I've not seen since COVID started. And I'm super excited to see them. Mm-hmm. I'm excited that you and I made uh, like last minute plans to see each other in, in the next few weeks. Yeah. So I'm going to go visit you at your undisclosed location. Yeah. Um, and that's exciting because we have some plans and I'm just so I'm just excited to see all my people. So yes. that's what I'm living for, reconnecting with the with the friends and um yeah, making plans for the summer. Oh, I got booked for my first like queer DJ event. <gasps> I'm so excited. Yes. And slightly nervous. Out. Slightly nervous. Um I, I well I, I was asked to do a queer prom. So there's an organization in Richmond. I will shout it out after I get permission to just in case. But yeah. there's a there's a queer uh, um, organization in Richmond that is putting on a, a queer prom for Aww. teenagers who may not have the space to do that at the regular prom. So not a heartthrob high. Oh um, my yeah. god. So uh super excited about that. That's coming up in the next few weeks. Um so I'm working on that playlist because I'm trying to make sure I'm playing songs that these young kids will know. Um I don't know that my 80s, 90s gay music is gonna hit them the same way. Well, I will say this. <laughs> Most of their music sounds 80s and 90s. They're yeah, they're listening to throwback style music. Um it's just maybe do a just Lipa. be like, this is what yeah. the sample was from. That's right. That's just right. Dua Lipa stole this whole catalog from Kylie Minogue. Um, so <laughs> I love Dua Lipa. I'm just kidding. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm living for. So yeah. Tim, where can people find us? Uh, where you can find us anywhere you can find the sun. Mm, mm. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what was the last part? The son of God. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. You could find so him. You can find spots. him on Facebook. <laughs> you can find her on YouTube. You can find them on uh, The Wings of a Dove. Um, that was supposed to be Twitter. Like, Twitter. Uh, you can find them <laughs> on the wretched Twitter. The wretched. Uh, you can also find them, you know, in the wind. Um, also on the TikTok. The Tiki Talkies. The Tiki Talkies. Um, because we we love TikToks. Hopefully, y'all are looking at our TikToks because they are fun. They yeah. are they're good stuff. You know, sometimes yeah. you get a little musicality. Sometimes you get, <laughs> you know, the Basianas. You get the high cubbies and chubbies. And you also get, you know, the uh, you, lovely uh, cub that is there. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, and oh. you can find us at all those things at Cub and Chub. Yes, at Cub and Chub, please. Cub and Chub. That is C-U-B-A-N-D-C-H-U-B. That's right. With the at symbol. Uh, Also, me and Tim are discussing some different ways to help promote the podcast, uh, including maybe doing some advertisements, which would be a lot of fun, advertising the podcast on other podcasts, on other platforms. Um, And if you'd like to contribute if you are listening through our Spotify app, there is a subscription and like donate button. So if you have any interest in donating funds, um, would love it. Thank you so much. You can do that there. And we will use those to help build the podcast and take it to the next level. So yes, yeah, so um, you, your friends and the Stratosphere will uh, be listening. 
That's right. And you can also support us through our merchandise, uh, linktree.com slash covenchub if you're looking for that link. Yes, um, get cute merch. So cute. Tim, as always, so good to see you. Oh my God, it's always good to see you. I'm so excited that I get to physically see you soon. Coming soon. Yes. Everybody, have a good week. We'll see you next time. And thank you so much. Bye. Mm. Wrap it up. Drink your water. Mind your business. Bye. <laughs> 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 see. You.